Oh, no. Okay, but now I am recording, so hello. Welcome on this uh, fine September morning to Oh No with Anna Campion. Uh, Good morning. Yes, we have have an awesome guest with us today. We have uh, the glorious Gloria. Um... Do you want to like tell us some fun facts about yourself? Like, you know, introduce yourself to uh, my captivated audience. Absolutely. Also, can you guys hear me? All right. I'm using my new. Mic. You sound great. You sound clean as fuck. Perfect. That sounds great. Um. So, fun facts about myself. Um. I'm currently a middle school teacher. Um, that always yep. surprises people. I love my little sixth graders. Mm-hmm. Um, I backpack uh, for three weeks by myself uh, at the end of 2019 into the new year, right so, before COVID-19 hit. Yeah, before um, we started living through the apocalypse. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of glad that happened. And that was like a super exciting time. I really mm-hmm. got to know myself. And wild vibes. Wild, yeah, wild vibes. vibes. Um, and let me see another a third fun fact about myself. I feel like the past month has just been fun facts with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you can uh, you can give us like a PG thirteen fun fact if you want. PG thirteen fun fact. Yeah, you don't have to you don't have to tone it down for middle school. <laughs> um, oh gosh, there's so many things I could say. Uh, what's your star sign? I'm a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. Oh, and then my rising and my, I think the other one's like a sun. Um, moon? Moon, yes. My rising and my moon are both Leos. Wow. So if you have any like astrology fans, I'm really trying to get into it, but I resonate more with my Pisces. Mm-hmm. I live with only Pisces and we always joke. That when our birthday comes around, we're just going to be blasting the lyric, like, it's my party. I can cry if I want yeah, to. Yeah, literally. You have group cries. Like, group cries, yeah. Yep. You're like, All the so time. guys, I got us some art therapy supplies. <laughs> I figured it would be really good for us. They'll express our emotions to each other. Absolutely. Um, well, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, like I said, welcome to the podcast. You know, this is Ono with Anna Campion. We talk all about embarrassing and crazy and just kind of like stories where you, you find yourself in a situation where you're just thinking, um, didn't think this one was coming. Did not expect this one to be coming up. Um, do you find yourself in a lot of like awkward and weird situations or does it happen more once in a blue moon for you? Oh, absolutely not. I feel like I always get myself into trouble all mm-hmm. the time. Um, whether it's like, I don't know, I would say that during the, like the school, like when I was in college, I try to have like a tamed down personality just because, just because like I like worked for the dean and I had a lot of mm-hmm. faculty connections. But like when school was out, I was like on a bender yeah. all the time in regards to my personal life. Like, always like hitting up the dating apps like that was my thing um mm. uh but you got big- some fucking war stories from those oh i interned in dc last summer on the hill mm-hmm. and so i like really fulfilled my prophecy of like being a capitol hill intern douchebag mm-hmm. um that was making like, out my- with a few other capitol hill intern oh, douchebags absolutely i had <laughs> this guy that would consistently like knew when i ate lunch Um, and he would like meet me in the courtyard and I would pretend to be on the phone so I could ignore him because I didn't want to see him anymore because I was seeing somebody else. (laughs) Um, ghosty, ghosty, ghosty. I didn't know, I didn't know I had Casper on here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, at the end of last summer, because it was like the middle of like the 2020 like debate cycle. Mm -hmm. Um, when there were 10 candidates, I photoshopped every single guy I was with over the summer on the face of every single candidate. Mm-hmm. And I posted it on like my Rinsta, not my mm-hmm. Rinsta, my Finsta. Mm-hmm. I was going to say everyone, bold to post on the real Instagram. And be big. It, I mean, like some people followed me on there, so I had to keep it on the low, low. Mm-hmm. And I posted it and people were like, is this what I think it is? And I was like, <laughs> no questions asked. And they're like, why weren't you not the bachelorette? And I was like, 
I don't know, call Chris Harrison. Because you're a person of color. That's the tragedy. That is the tragedy, unfortunately. We all um, can't be Rachel Lindsay. I know. Or Tasha. Or Tasha. You're a Bachelorette fan and Bachelor fan. Yes, I am. Um, I am too in the same way that I think a fly would be fascinated by a Venus fly trap if it could <laughs> comprehend. Like I I um I only watched Peter's season. That was the first one that I watched all the way through. I watched a little bit of Hannah Brown's. Um, and Peter's season was such a train wreck. It was so fun to watch. Um, and the aftermath, it's such a train wreck. Um, so I'm really excited to see, you know, what, uh, what the Dark Lord, Chris Harrison, who feeds on the love of young people, um, has to offer us, uh, this go around with Claire and Tasha. I know. I'm really A lot of hot guys. In, I know. In that so I was like, attractive. I was like, looks like, where are you finding that? Looks like a fucking um, Hollister uh, <laughs> uh, catalog. Yeah. I like actually didn't get into like The Bachelor until college. This yeah. guy on my freshman hall was like, Claude, do you watch The Bachelor? And I was like, no, but I could get into it. Why? He goes, I watched it when I was in boarding school and I don't want to be the only guy watching it. And I was like, <laughs> order some pizza and we'll watch it together. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I got into it. There you go. So what 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 was the first season you watched? Um, the first season I watched, oh, Nick Vile season. Oh my god, legend, goat. Listen, I know, I know. It was it was quite a whirlwind. I was like, what? It was like so bad. Like The Bachelor's so bad, but like when mm-hmm. you have good friends and like food and wine, like it makes it all the more merrier. Well, and also when you like suspend your um cynicism and you like you really buy into it like you're like um like nick you obviously don't love her you just want to fuck her like or whatever um that's how i felt about uh victoria f this season i was like this she's from bb like i know her do you really basically like a friend of a friend so my wife she's crazy all the homewrecker shit? Yes. It is wow. true. Like she – my friend from high school lives in BB, works at a bar, and she would and come for, in every single week. those of you who aren't familiar, VB is Virginia Beach, Virginia. Yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. It's totally cool. I just wanted to clarify in the event that there are, fingers crossed, people who don't live – who aren't from Virginia who are listening to this podcast slash people who um, – maybe are not enraptured in bachelor drama the same way we are but go ahead so you so i'm sorry but you have a friend of a friend who works at a restaurant in bb yeah and it was a bar my friend was a bartender and victoria came in every single week either had to get kicked out or trying to make moves on married men like oh my it's god true friends you heard it here first wow well because she went on nick vile's podcast and like denied everything and reality steve was like um was like no dude it's true i'm like okay well kind of don't care about her anymore but i also hate her a little bit yeah Yeah. but but yeah you would be a good bachelorette you you definitely have um you have like good like uh, hard work ethic um very pretty obviously ethnic enough without presenting as foreign You'd appeal to the centrist fan base. Love it. Um, if that sounded racist. No, it didn't. <laughs> it's because it was a little bit. Because The Bachelor's racist. The Bachelor is racist. Yeah. I don't know if you saw my tweet like a week ago, but I basically had tweeted like it's not okay for like men or people in general to like fetishize women of color. A hundred percent. Like it's like – oh my God, like, they'll just, like, that's the only thing they want to talk about is, like, your ethnic background. I was like, Ew. I'm ending our conversation here. Like, clearly that's all you're interested in. Are you um, Latinx? Yes, I am. That's, um, that's what I figured, but I wasn't sure. My my mom's from Colum- my mom's from Mexico. My dad's from Colombia, but I was born and raised in the States. Okay, cool. That's a so, whole- so you're American. 
I'm American. I know. Southern Virginia. Not not Southwest Virginia, but no. like Southern Coastal Virginia Huge has its difference. own. We just had a Trump rally, you know, mm-hmm. really great, really great stuff. Yeah. At least it's not Lynchburg. That's true. That is um, that is very true. So you so you went on a bender after college and we're just kind of like Woo, I don't have to work for the dean anymore. Now I just work for the US government. <laughs> and, um, so do you like where what kind of story are you looking to tell today? What's the what's the vibe here? Honestly, I think it's more of like my summer benders. I feel like That's I have good. a lot of good stories in sense of like we'll call them flirtationships I had. Yeah. Or like just like situationships really, yeah situationships or like i was really into experimenting there's some spicy stuff i'm willing to share oh my god um, <laughs> what a treat and i was just like you know what i'd rather do this now rather than later mm-hmm. um so yeah i i think i'm willing to dive into that just well like, let's okay well let's hear about the spiciest one so I used all the dating apps. I think I've I've used Tinder, I've used Bumble, I've used Hinge. Yep. The those summer. Are the, those are the three on my phone. Yeah. Unfortunately, the, I'm not cool enough to be on Raya yet. I um, know. When when this podcast blows up, I'm gonna get on Raya. And I'm gonna I see, support it. I support it. I'm gonna see who the fuck I can fuck on. <laughs> <laughs> um. My apologies. I didn't mean to interrupt you. That was not good hosting behavior. So you, so you had all the dating apps, not cool enough to be on Raya, but you're, you're, you have them for the summer. Yeah. So one summer I was like kind of talking to this guy. He was like six, seven, super attractive. In okay. And hi, yeah. Six, seven in height. Mind you to your listeners. If you don't know me in person, I'm a five one. Yeah. I was going to really- say you're shorter than me. I'm really tall, you guys. Like five <laughs> one, like massive giant over here. The WNBA so was-, was actually calling. It, it's just it didn't work out because of the Hill internship and blah, all that stuff. Um, yeah, that's a huge height difference, dude. Yes, that's a foot and a half. A foot and a half. So that's a kid. Exactly, exactly. So we were talking for a while. He very muscular, very attractive, very athletic looking guy. Um, played rugby in college and he was like, wow. what are you, what are you doing this weekend? And I was like, nothing. Like why? What's going on? You. He goes, um, I have this like multi-million dollar mansion in the Outer Banks. Do you want to come? And I was like, sure. <laughs> why not? Okay. But I can't, but I was like, actually something just came up. Like I can come this Wednesday, this specific Wednesday afternoon. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't want to be like this weekend. I was just like, Wednesday afternoon works. Yeah. So I get into my car after work. I dip work early. Mm-hmm. I leave at like 1.30. I get caught in a massive rainstorm. I drive from Williamsburg to the Outer Banks. It takes me four hours. Mm-hmm. I'm driving four hours to meet a man that I've never met before. Oh, my God. I get there. I'm shocked you're, you live to tell the tale. Everyone thought I was going to die. And I was like, you only live once. If I'm going to die, it may as well be in the arms of this six foot seven rugby player. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I get there and we literally just start drinking and playing with his dog, like exploring this massive house in the Outer Banks. And I'm like, Glow, are you still alive? And I was like, yeah, I'm still alive. I'm vibing. And... You know, one thing leads to another, too many drinks in, and <laughs> we we plan on hooking up, but he's a foot and a half taller than me. Right. So for like intercourse between a, a male, a, a guy and a girl, right? It's usually like face to face, really great stuff, but because he's so tall, it just couldn't work out that way. So I unfortunately had to let him hit it from behind. Okay. Bummer. (laughs) And afterwards he fell asleep because he drank too much. Mm -hmm. And 
mind you, everyone, this is, this is a very consensual thing, like yeah. not to the point where he was inebriated. And I sleep there, but I forget I have work at 9 a.m. the next morning, Honey. four hours away. Oh my so God. I dip out at like 5.30 in the morning and I <laughs> be fought back for this random one night stand with a six foot seven rugby player. In the Outer Banks. In the Outer Banks. Four yeah. hours for a one night stand. That's commitment. I, you know what? I felt like pretty frisky. I was like, <laughs> um, do you, did you watch Broad City? No, I didn't. There is an episode of Broad City where Alana Glazer, who is probably, I think in real life, she's like 5'4 or something like that. She's kind of close to my height. Um, basically, like the, the premise of the episode is she meets Blake Griffin at a club, at the, the very tall, famous basketball player, and um, they go to hook up, but he, like it, it, it logistically is impossible for them to have um, penetrative sex. And so he does all of this shit. Like he, like they, they do all of this, like really, like um, funny, like sensual, like you know stuff. And like the next morning, she's like, "Oh my god, no! It was the greatest sex of my life. It just wasn't sex." And it was so. Anyway, that's that's just what I was. Thinking I would have about. preferred that probably. Yeah. Um, you know, I uh, once had a situationship where I um, was being really nice to a guy in bed and he fell asleep in the middle of me being really nice to him. And I found out because um, he started snoring and I was like, um, no. Like, do you I'm not that boring. Do you understand how much of an insult this is? <laughs> like, I'm I'm doing my least favorite thing in the world right now. And you fall asleep? Like, like that that is more insulting than if like um that'd be more insulting than if like I was giving a maid of honor speech. And like my, you know, the, the, the bride's like camp friend came and interrupted me. I'd be less insulted. That's like with that. So insulting. It's like, I'm doing you the favor here. Yeah. Where's my round of applause? Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like two in the morning and I'm like, okay. Um, Hey, Hey bud. Still asleep. Won't wake up. And so I was like, okay, um, I'm going to go. And then I, I left and I texted him. I was like, hey, so um, you fell asleep. So I left. And then the next morning he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, well, I'll see you never. See you I'll, never. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fall back asleep and go get a breakfast sandwich. And um, a nice greasy croissant. Pretend this never happened until um, I tell it on my, you know, uh, potentially successful podcast. I think there's a lot of potential here, Anna. Don't doubt yourself. You know, it, it's not a doubting myself thing. It's just a realistic thing, you know? Yeah, the market's pretty saturated right now. Well, and you know what the problem is with podcast saturation right now? Is that um, it's all celebrities. And so it's like every fucking celebrity and their mother has started a podcast in the past two years. And it most of them aren't exceptional. Like, they're not that good it's just because they have excuse me um because they have uh you know this actor or whatever or this talk show host attached to it it's like people will automatically listen to it but it's like it's a bummer because it is like a really affordable and uh good outlet for a lot of people and like you see it with um you know very successful podcasts like my favorite murder chapo trap house like it's like these aren't people who like were super famous when they started their podcast it's like they you know just had like an idea and like made it work but now it's like if you're a celebrity you don't like need to have an idea to like get super successful off a podcast and then it's like it's just Celebrities ruin everything. That's the point. True. So back to this whole bender thing, right? I would say like that 
encounter really set me off in the sense of like I really enjoy having casual sex with people. Good for you. Like if you know me, I have really bad commitment issues. That's that like, Pisces in you. I just like if you're not the one, why settle down? That's or- I feel the same way. I'm like if I genuinely would dump you if Florence Pugh showed up right now, then let's not waste our time. You know what I mean? And not to say that I think Florence Pugh is going to come, but it's just like, if I am actively open to the possibility of something better, then I'm not going to, then don't get out of my fucking bed. I'm over it. Exactly. Exactly. So, and also like, I hate hurting people's feelings. So by just keeping things casual, no one's feelings get hurt. And if they do, it's your own Mm -hmm. because you, you, you were too invested in this. (laughs) So it's a little manipulative, but I think it's okay. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a light, fun amount of manipulation. You know, just girly things. Yeah. So last summer was when I like was like, all right, guys, I make this super successful because I basically lived in DC by myself. I had mm-hmm. a roommate. She never lived. She would never was there because she just like was at home the entire time and then I had Uh another roommate and we like vibed but she was in another room and so I basically just like had a whole place to myself vibing out all summer and I was like all right I deleted tinder because I became an adult in my head I was like (laughs) I need to move away from tinder yeah so I haven't used tinder in like over a year which like I I really like hinge and I like bumble I like Bumble because, as I say, it puts the power in my pussy because I'm the one always making the first move here. That's true. That's and, true. Um, I select the people that I want to talk to. You know, like you never have to see like on Hinge, like people will give you likes and you're like, well, why is this person giving me a like? Or you see their creepy messages. Yeah. Versus like you're making the decisions for yourself on Bumble. Yeah, 100%. Um, so – there was that, that guy that I mentioned earlier about who also worked on the Hill who happened to work in the building above me. Um, and like, we consistently, we went on like a date and then we had like lunch together at work. And then he kind consistently like kept reaching out to me. And I was just like, no, he's way too invested in this. Like, I don't want to hurt his feelings. So yeah, I just, not a good like, soft ghosted him. Um, and then a, a Casper, the friendly ghosting, yes, if you will. Yes. Casper, the friendly ghost. And then there was this other guy who I like – we like matched on Hinge and he's like, oh, I'm out of town for work. Da-da-da. Never responded back to me. But then we matched again on Bumble mm. and he was like, hey, wait a minute. So we actually like went on like four or five dates over the course of the summer. Mm-hmm. And I like slept over all the time like at, to the point where like I wasn't sleeping in my apartment most of the mm-hmm. week. And – one specific morning, I had a work trip to Philadelphia. I had to get on the Amtrak for 9 a.m. I was like, I'm going to leave here at 6 a.m. This is great. a fun little pattern you've, you've created for yourself here. <laughs> Just like, I know. So then I'm like, I'm going to leave at 6 a.m. so I can go back home pack because I hadn't packed for my work trip that weekend. Mm-hmm. Shower, make myself look semi-presentable. So when I roll up in Philadelphia, I'm squared away. Mm-hmm. I look at my phone. It is 7.45 in the morning. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I'm like, got a blast. <laughs> yeah. I literally hop in and I like order the Uber as I'm getting dressed, like mm-hmm. running out the door, like, peace out. Bye. See you later. And I get to my apartment. My roommate was getting ready for work. And she's like, aren't you supposed to be at the amp? Like, we're not talking about this. It is like 8.05 right now. Yeah. And I rip off my clothes, like give myself the fastest shower, like two minutes flat, Mm -hmm. open my suitcase, throw my shit in there. I get to the Amtrak at 8.50. Yes. Like – I Ubered everywhere. I was like, get out of my way. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, mind you, I was in a walking boot. Oh, right. Yes, I forgot because you broke your fucking foot. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, I wish I could dive into those details because I think that's one of the most embarrassing stories of my life. Mm -hmm. But we're still filing that lawsuit. Um, So I signed some um, paperwork where I'm not allowed to disclose those. I know. I know. Okay. I got – okay. So because – it was Shane, our mutual friend Shayna who broke her foot from the Dekai couch, right? Yes, unfortunately. Okay, so that wasn't you. Okay, I was, I was like, oh my god, are you, are you suing Delta Kai? <laughs> Which would be rad. But um, okay, so you can't, you can't talk. Okay, well, when tell you what, when that's all settled down, uh, we can have you back on to talk about that, <laughs> unless, that... It's, unless it's part of the settlement that you, you know. I think it's honestly a personality trait at this point. <laughs> like, when I sign that paperwork, I'm like, you have to let me talk about this. Yeah, 100%. Long so- story short, for, like, TDLR, I was in a walking boot for three months. Mm-hmm. Um, something, someone basically broke my foot. <sighs> oh, my God. Should I kill them? It's a really innocent mistake that happened, mm-hmm. but – yeah, it was it's it was really painful and really expensive to get situated away. Yeah. So you get to the Amtrak at 850 in your fucking walking boot. And like sweaty latte in hand. Mm-hmm. And I sit down and I can finally breathe for the first time since like 745. Mm-hmm. Like if I missed this Amtrak, the next one was three hours later, and I would have shown up late to this conference for right. work. Right. It wasn't the vibe. It wasn't the vibe. And this guy that I would see, he's like, did you make your train? And I was like, yeah, I made my train. I'm trying to be a responsible adult. Fucking I'm no blaming thanks to you. Thanks to you. So that was peak whatever. So then – I leave DC. I'm gonna keep talking about this guy because I left DC and I just like never wanted to say bye to him because I to the point where I had started to develop feelings for him. Like we had gone on so many dates. Oh, we were in love. Bummer. I know. I know. And he was like six years older than me, like truly in a different phase of his life. So then as everyone does naturally when they don't know what to do with their life. They go abroad their senior year of college. This this was an interesting move your, on your part to go abroad your senior year. I was like, "Fuck it!" Like I'm just, I don't, I don't want to have responsibilities right now. So I left for Europe. Um, I was in Europe from like very beginning of September through middle of January. Mm-hmm. Um. And obviously, I didn't have my American number because I disabled it. I come back from this, from abroad, and two weeks later, guess who hits me up? Hey, this, I haven't lo- talked to you in so long. How's it going? The the boy toy. This boy toy, and like he also knew that I was in college, and we had talked about how I was going to Europe for like five months. And he's like, "You should come up one weekend," and I was like, "Oh." Okay. Twist my arm. This was the last time I went out before the pandemic hit in the U.S. If I had known that I was going to live my best life on U Street before COVID hit one last time, I would have gone a little harder. Yeah. You would have tried to get into decades. (laughs) So I, I like went in too deep to the point where I was like, I can never see you again because I like you. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like everyone else, they were really bored in quarantine, like would not stop texting me. Mm-hmm. He's six years older, as a reminder. He's like 28. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you know what? Like, two can play at this game. To the point where we were like kind of like messaging on and off until Jan- July. Three weeks ago, I find out he has a girlfriend. <gasps> I'm like, when did this happen? When did this happen? Bastard. Bastard. I was like, you can't. No. Because he was like, maybe I'll come up and visit you in Boston. And I was like. Not with a girlfriend, you're not. Yeah. So that was, uh, we're trying to 
I've like recovered from that. I've like blocked him. It's like, do not need to see this man ever again. Mm -hmm. So that was one of my many stories. My other story, I was seeing this very nice Jewish boy when I was in DC. I love Jewish boys. Jewish moms love me. Um, I'm saying that because I have my best friend in high school was Jewish and her mom was like, any Jewish mom would love Gloria. I love Gloria. She spoke for the council. She spoke for the council. I think like verified there, like if like I could have like a check mark on like my dating profiles, like Jewish mom approved, mm-hmm. um, I think my ratings would go up. Yeah. F- four out of five Jewish moms recommend. Yes. And then that was also a very nice boy, but he was busy, but we went on a lot of dates and I was like, no, I can't invest myself. But really embarrassing story here. So we had gone to Dacha. Dacha is a beer garden in DC. And at like five o'clock in the afternoon, had a couple ciders, had a little snickety snacks, went mm-hmm. back to his place, like played some Catan. <laughs> I, I don't know how to play Catan, but you know, I did it for this man's. You you played- you gave it an honest try. I, I still don't know how to play Catan. If you have some listeners, love to love to know how to play it. I have, I think, both listeners and friends who know how to play Catan. So uh, hit up hit up Glow here, <laughs> so that next time she dates a nice Jewish boy, she doesn't embarrass herself. I played with this cat too, so I think that Ew. was a plus. Um, so about midnight, I start feeling really ill, like, and I was like can we just go to bed? Like, Mm -hmm. I just do not feel well. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't to the point where I was like, I feel terrible enough that I need to go home. Right. The sun wakes us up at 6 a.m. Really great, beautiful stuff. And I'm like, I need to leave. Mm -hmm. I need to leave now. He's like, no, 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 stay. Like, I'll make you a cup of tea, like some breakfast. And I was like, no, like you You don't don't understand. Like, I need to leave right now. He's like, all right, like, I'll order you an Uber. And I'm in this Uber on the way back to my apartment. I had to tell the Uber driver to pull over because I was dry heaving at like <laughs> 7 a.m. Yeah. On the side of the road. Oh. And he's it's like, always- he's like, are you sure you're okay? Like, I don't want you to vomit in my car. And I was like, I don't want to vomit in your car either. That's and I, I was like, over. hit your car in sport mode. We're three blocks away. Yeah. I get into my apartment complex, sweet old doorman, James. James, where's the first floor bathroom? He's like right around the corner. I was like, why? Don't don't talk to me. I literally slam open the door and spew all over the first floor bathroom. Awesome. Awesome vibes. I I don't know what happened. I literally had like three ciders, but also like Dacha gives you these massive pictures. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe it was like the sugar or the fact that I eat a pretzel and I'm like gluten a, intolerant. Maybe, maybe just a weird reaction of a ton of things. Who who's to say? So I spewed all over the first floor and I like try to clean up like my hungover ass mm-hmm. and like dipped and then proceeded upstairs to do the same. It was so terrible. So, so terrible. I was like, I can never see this guy ever again. Then he texts me the next day and he goes, hey, you left your necklace here. Fuck. And I'm like, shit. I tried to dip out. So we saw a movie. He gave me my necklace and then I never saw him again. Okay. But that was really embarrassing because I felt bad for my Uber driver who drove me. The, my doorman who had to see me looking pale and just so sickly. Mm-hmm. It was a no. It was a no. Did I ever tell you about the time I threw up in my hands at the Brickhouse Tavern? What? <laughs> yeah. A friend's dad was visiting um, and bought us all like tequila shots or whatever. And I'm not usually a shots girl. In fact, I'm actually, period. I'm not a shots girl, period. Um, but you know, it was like, you know, uh, my friend's dad, he bought us all Patron. Like these were like, it was like a night, like he got us like chilled tequila shots. Like it was nice. So I was like, yeah, I'll take the tequila shot. 
I take it, um, immediately regret it, like an immediate quick regret. And so I'm, I just like quietly, I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) I just get up and go to stand in line. There's obviously like four people in front of me. And I just, I feel myself about to, like, I'm feeling myself, like, it's, it's taking every muscle in my body. I'm sweating. I'm rocking back and forth. I'm trying to focus on anything except throwing up. Um, I'm one person away from getting into the bathroom. And I just... Under my hands. And my friend looks over at me and goes, are you okay? And I'm literally rocking back and forth. And, uh, and, and I can't say anything because my hands are full of vomit. Um, finally, I get into the bathroom. I, I empty into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, clean myself up, wash my hands. Um, I felt fine after that. Um, and I came back to the table and I whispered to my friend Megan, um, I just go, don't make a big deal about it but I did just throw up in my hands. So I'm not going to do any more shots. And she was like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> but um, yeah, I threw up in my hands at Brickhouse and uh, uh, it was a bummer. Um, I think everyone knew what was going on, um, including my friend's dad. Um, but, you know, similar story where I just kind of, um, I tried really hard to hold it together. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't make it. Yeah, for sure. It's always that last, Ooh. last couple inches where you can't do it. That's, that's so unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna, we're gonna fast forward to. Oh my God. We're still in your bender. Oh my God. My bender. Oh, this is like, this is like the TDLR version of my bender. Oh my God, dude. Um, we're going to go to abroad because abroad, like I said, I went, I went abroad to avoid my problems. And my mom literally said, if you're only going to abroad to avoid your problems, don't go to Spain. And I was like, I'm going to go to Spain to avoid my problems, mom. You're like, um, yo soy Gloria. (laughs) So it was like pretty calm and tame for like the good month or so. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I like had a host family or a host mom, so really could not dive into the aspect of bringing pals home. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I traveled every single weekend. Um, my friend Aaron and I, we went to Palma de Mallorca, mm-hmm. which is an island in the, it's one of the Balearic islands off the coast of Spain mm-hmm. in the Mediterranean. And we had just gone at the beginning of off season. Um, so we had gone to this club and just – we, like, drank beforehand. We were, like – we got people to buy us drinks. I told – I showed her the way of how to do it. Mm-hmm. Like this is how you get people to buy you drinks so you don't spend your money. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent the very – lovely evening talking to this Swedish guy mm-hmm. and then I dipped for a while to dance with my friend Aaron and then people realized that we were all American like the, we were like the only two Americans in this club so obviously my friend Aaron is blonde and blue-eyed mm-hmm. like very like if you think of an American girl like you think of my friend Aaron right and then there's me so clearly she starts hitting it off with some guy mm-hmm. and I'm just like vibing out and this couple looks at me and waves me through and I was like oh this isn't my first rodeo <laughs> um so we kind of have like this like three-way make out in the middle of this dance floor bro what are you serious it was so fucking strange but I was like you know what you only live once so then I did that's your motto Went back to this Swedish guy, went home with this Swedish guy. Then he also fell asleep, much like to your story. So then I was like, well, I need to pee first. But I didn't want to turn on the bathroom light. And in Europe, 
there's a toilet and a bidet. I sat down on what I thought was the toilet. Was the bidet. It was the bidet. Like, I literally peed all over the bidet. And then awesome. I was like, shit, whatever. And then I just ran. <laughs> and using Google Maps, like, trying to get myself back to where mm-hmm. I was going, I literally was walking for, like, 25 minutes. Aaron's also walking back at the same time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Are, we're never talking about this weekend ever again. And I was like, we're never talking about this weekend ever again. Yet here you are. And here I am talking about it on this podcast. Talking about this weekend again. So when our guy friends were like, oh, guys, like how is Palma? And we're like, no, we're, we're not talking about like, it was what happens in Palma. and normal weekend. And I don't know why you would even bother asking about it because it was so tame and normal. It was just – it was kind of gross. But we proceeded. We just vibed. So then I was, like, pretty tame the rest of the semester. And then I started my trip by myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everyone had already gone home. Everyone was spending the holidays with their families. And I was like, I hate the holidays. Mm -hmm. I want to do something for myself. Interesting take hating holidays i yeah i don't like thanksgiving i don't like christmas i like new year's but i don't like holidays that center around food do you know what i mean like food should not be something that binds us it should be like memories and community and our fair enough take um so thanksgiving is my least favorite holiday um don't know if I'm going home this year for Thanksgiving because of COVID. Maybe I'll have Fair Thanksgiving enough. here in Boston with my roommates. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went – I started off in Amsterdam. I love Amsterdam. And not just because cool of, like, spot. the great time I was there. It's such a small city. You can walk the whole thing in, like, a day or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I met this lovely American guy on – I, re- I re-downloaded Tinder when I was backpacking, like when I was traveling. Sure, makes sense. Um, and I met this really great American guy, but he was living in Canada. He went to McGill. And we were just like vibing. We were like talking. And I went to a bar to go meet him. He had studied abroad in Amsterdam. So he, he was showing me the lay of the land. Mm-hmm. Um, went to a bar, had a great time. Went to another bar, had a great time. And then we like went to one of the canals and just like hung out. And we like smoked the good old uh, Amsterdam Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Yep. Great stuff. Great stuff. Um, and then there's this park um, in Amsterdam that's, like, pretty big. It was also, like, by my hostel. So we, like, went there. And one thing led to another. And we started having sex in a park. Like, full-on in public. Yeah. Like, the Ooh, little – you know, like, yeah. the little light. Ooh was like on my little face and we had sex in a park in uh, 25 degree weather Christ. in Amsterdam. It was very cold. That's cold. To Would not recommend, outside. but it, it was like very freezing. thrilling. It was thrilling. I was like, yeah, I just had oh, sex I'm in a park sh- in Amsterdam. I'm sure it was thrilling. Between that and the, the, between the potential of getting caught and the potential of frostbite, I mean – how could you even contain yourself? Like people were walking by. So I would just like kind of like throw my coat over and we're like, nothing to see here, everybody. He's just in me. Just, you know, just just fun things. And then fast forward, I spent New Year's in London. Mm-hmm. Amazing time. So sure. I was like, I need to have my New Year's kiss. We're going to make course. this happen. Of course. So I, you know, center myself around this like, I don't know what it's called. Pool. That's what it's called. <laughs> like a pool table. Yes. And I'm having like very witty banter with uh, this guy from Essex. He made it clear that he's not from London, that he is from Essex. Okay. And we like really hit it off. He buys me a couple drinks. And then there's this photo booth. And we get in this photo booth, like take some, some, some quirky pics. And then he starts kissing me. And I was like, ooh, this is getting spicy. But then I realized, mind you, we're both staying in a hostel. Or like his friend wasn't his friend was staying in the hostel. I'm staying in the hostel. But we knew we wanted to take things further. So we went into the bathroom for an hour and Glow. proceeded to uh, 
do it in the bathroom. You were not kidding about this bender. I know. This is like, this is your eat, pray, love. Yes, exactly. This is my eat, pray, love. So you had sex in the bathroom on New Year's in London. Do you think that's why 2020 sucks? (laughs) No. I mean, I thought I came into the New Year with a bang. (laughs) I did. (laughs) I did. I I mean, but I... But I did get my New Year's kiss, though. Yeah, that's important. So then, no, it wasn't you. I'm sure it was someone else. It was not me. Um, And then, yeah, I think it was, like, pretty tame after that. I mean, I came back to the States. And then COVID hit. COVID hit. I literally was not sober for, like, three months straight. I was in Williamsburg from the middle of, like, March to, like, when my lease ended. Right. Like drinking every single day with my housemates. Like I was buying two packs of White Claws a week or mm-hmm. the whole thing of like 24-pack Coronas. It's just yeah, like yeah. trying to get me through um, pretty – I do not think you were alone in that endeavor. Oh, I don't think so either. It was just – I am I have now healthy habits. I was like, why did I think it was okay to drink like 12 White Claws in one day? That's a lot of white claws in one day. That is a lot of white claws. Um, it happens though. It's, you know, it's a bender. It is a bender. So I definitely like have this bender with like guys. Obviously COVID has stamped that, like has not mm-hmm. happened because I respect my roommates. I respect myself. I respect the, the community I live in and the people mm-hmm. around me that I'm not willing to put people at risk. Yeah. So you got to be selective. And so far, no one's made the cut. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I get myself into these like troubles with guys. I peed myself running down Richmond Road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So fun. Um, you know, the good old college crazy stories. Listen, they, they define me. Anything for a good time, you know? Anything for a good time. I'm anything here, for a good time. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. And now, yeah, now you're just, like, recycling, um, like, fucking Drake quotes at me. <laughs> you only live once. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> um, okay. So I'll wrap this up with uh, a question. This is, like, something new I'm trying. I haven't done this with all the episodes, but I think it's fun. So I like to, to wrap it up with a question that I think ties to the general vibe of the podcast what is the okay here's here's what i'm gonna ask you who is the best looking celebrity that you think you have a legitimate you could have a legitimate shot with best looking celebrity i could have a legitimate child with no, a, a legitimate shot. With. <laughs> <A> legitimate shot. <laughs> no, like I'm talking about like, say you're in a bar or whatever and you okay. see X celebrity. Okay. Who is like the best looking celebrity that you think you could like go home with from that bar? In this head and like in this given moment in my head, I think of current Logan Lerman, like mm. stamp September 2020. Mm-hmm. Like – Gray hair Logan Lerman. Gray hair Logan Lerman. I love the gray hair. I have gray hair. I have white hair. Mm -hmm. I just love a good, like, scruff. Mm -hmm. You know, looks like your very nice basic white boy, Mm -hmm. which is my sad trend of things. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe 20 – yeah, definitely Logan Lerman. Um, Or, you know who I think is also very attractive that I could have a shot with? Remember that guy from Victorious? With like oh, the luscious Avon, hair. Avon Hogya. Hogya. Yeah. yeah. Him. Him. Yeah. I see that. I think you could – I mean, if Logan Lerman was in a super committed relationship, then like I totally agree. But I think in these circumstances, I think you can make it happen. Just because a goalie doesn't mean you can't score. Again, you with these <laughs> – Quotes. I always um, send gifts to my friends. Just kidding, guys. I'm not a home wrecker. I don't condone home wrecking. It's just it's no. just a funny thing to say. It is a fun no, and also I mean it's it's a celebrity who, as far as I know, does not listen to this podcast. Doesn't know I exist. Um, so. 
Um, yeah, I think I could, I think, I do think I could make something happen with Florence Pugh in the right circumstances. I agree. I think, I think I could make it happen. Like, um, yeah, I just, I kind of, I know myself, I know how I operate and I do think I could make it happen. (laughs) I I ship this. You just got to give it like a fun name and it's the ship sails. Anna's a tough name to put stuff with. Like the first thing is like Flo- Flana, Flonea, but I was like, Florana? that's like Flonies. Yeah, sounds like a fucking antidepressive depressant medication. <laughs> um, no, uh, and then you might be able to do the last names like Camp U or something like that, but then that sounds like a sound effect. I don't know. <laughs> it could It could be not meant to be with her. You know, I'm open to that possibility, but I do think I could make something happen with her. Okay. Okay. I see it. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever be given access. Um, you don't know that this podcast could be very successful. Yeah. Florence, it, if you're listening, love to have you on. Love to have you on. Uh, I think you and Anna would be a great match. I'm no matchmaker, but. Thanks. That's nice of you to say. Um, well, thank you for talking about your benders and like being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, is there anything that you want to like plug or anything like that here at the end? Um, you know what? Right now, not this given moment. Oh, mm-hmm. I'll wait. I guess if you want to follow me on my socials, <laughs> um, Anna will probably – I don't know if she'll – put that when she this podcast I can do I can put it in the show notes but if you just want to say it right now yeah so it's g-l-o-r-i-a-c-r-u-z-o that's my handle Gloria Cruz o on insta and on twitter Mm -hmm. follow me on twitter if you want really great content on my kids uh, my dating life or just like funny things I gotta say you got really post on on twitter don't really post on insta um, but you know, black lives matter. And that's, Word, that's okay. what the last thing I'm going to say. Okay. Awesome. Uh, agreed. Um, thank you again so much for being on. Really appreciate it. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, make sure that you, uh, subscribe on, uh, you know, whatever forum you're listening to anchor, uh, iTunes, Spotify, whatever. And, uh, if you can please rate and re- leave a review so that, um, Florence Pugh can find us. Um, yeah, make sure you follow at Oh No The Pod on um, Instagram. Um, I'll make sure to put uh, Glow's uh, handles in the show notes. But um, yeah, everyone have a good day. And uh, just as as uh, as Glow said, you only live once, so let's just uh, keep going. All right, well, take it easy, folks. Thank you so much to my patrons, Grace Murray, Lindsay, Morgan McCarthy, Alana Coleman, Kira Sears, Jillian Townsend, Schaefer Nelson, Clay Moyhan, Haley Pregnall, and Caroline Phelan. Uh, You all are the best, and if you are interested in becoming a patron and receiving a shout-out like this at the end of every podcast, please check out the link in the description. Ono's theme song was written, performed, and recorded by Katie Stahl and Mackenzie Haight, and the amazing cover art was done by Devante Burse uh, at Vante Burse on all socials at designed by Devante on Instagram.